Hello, my name is Rita Balligan and you are listening to the Big Picture Podcast, a podcast where we dive deep into the minds of creative, business owners and people who are striving in their careers. With every successful person, there is more than what meets the eye. There is a story, a bigger picture. And every week, I'll be finding out what that is, the how, the why, and when. Are you ready to be inspired? I am. Let's go. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Big Picture Podcast. I'm in a very, 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 very good mood today. I don't even actually know why I'm in such a good mood. I think it has something to do with the sunshine. It just does something for my soul, and I suddenly feel super happy and super, super productive. And I'm just happy to be back in here again. And as usual, my guest is amazing, but I say that about all my guests, but like for real for real like this guest is amazing so I'm really excited to get into it so if you've been listening to my podcast before you would know that each week I have a word of the day however I thought with my word of the day I'd be getting messages like wow Rita man I'm so touched by this word of the day I feel so much more smarter I feel like educated um but that wasn't really happening so I'm just gonna drop my word of the day because it's just not, you know, it's just not latching on the way I want it to latch on. And I'm just going to switch it to saying something that I'm proud of. Because I feel like in this life that we have, we can literally just go through life and not have a moment to just pause and congratulate yourself and just acknowledge things that you've achieved or just things that you're proud of. It could be just something as small as um, you said you were going to, rearrange your room and you actually did it you know like just small small moments so today I am very very proud of myself because one I'm recording this podcast because it's not easy to be consistent so shout out to all the podcasts who are recording every week and they are consistent so I'm proud of myself for being consistent and I'm also proud of myself because hmm I haven't spent money on food this week yeah, I've been saving. Yeah, I'm proud of myself for not spending money on food this week on takeaway. And I'm also proud of myself for being consistent. So you guys just have a moment and just think, like, what are you proud of? What have you done this week that's made you say, do you know what? I'm doing okay. This adult and thing, it's all right. I'm doing all right with it. So yeah, that's my little thought of the day. Um, so right, right on to my guest. So my guest today is someone who I've am- admired from afar for ages. Although I do actually know her, but from afar, I've always prayed what she's doing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like she's just so cool. She makes everything look real chilled. I feel like she's super fashionable. I love the fact that she's just created this thing that's bigger than herself. Um, she's just super 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 inspiring and I've also had people come to me as well and say oh I would just love to be her friend she just seems like she'll be the coolest friend Um, (laughs) so she is literally dynamic um, just amazing so the guest that I have today is Dior Bediaco (laughs) 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 and she is the founder of Pepper Your Talk and the Junior Network yes <laughs> Thank you so that much. That intro, woo! <laughs> I'm gonna have to record that and use that as my alarm. Oh, just to get you pumped. Listen, for the day. that was really nice. Thanks, Rita. No, you're welcome. It's, well, I've told you, I've told you so many times oh. that I feel like you're just so inspiring. Like I just love the way you just put things together. 
you Thank know? You. And I literally remember, I don't know how long ago this was, but mm-hmm. I remember when you first started. Yeah. And just watching it from when you first spoke about this is what I'm about to do, I'm about to yeah. launch. I think it was Pepper Your Talk, actually. Yeah, like, Pepper Your Talk. Yeah, first, I was yeah. just about to launch it and just seeing like the process and then from that the junior <laughs> network it's just sometimes you've actually made me get up and do work wow because i've literally seen your story and i'm like nah this girl is really like she's working she's working like for <laughs> real for real and then you have these slow down wednesdays i think oh, yeah. it was I, where, well, you life know. is fully on fast forward yeah now, but yeah, I and used that to was slow like, down on Wednesdays. Yeah, and I used to, and I was like to myself, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a slow down. I'm gonna start <laughs> yeah. my day slow, read a magazine, have a bit of coffee, like you know. So yeah, I just think that what you're doing is awesome. Thank you. But obviously, there might be some people who may not know yeah. what you do. So we're yeah. just gonna get into it. So my first question, as always, is who is Dior? Ah, uh, complicated question because I always tell the people I work with never describe yourself. Um, by saying what you do. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to tell you what I do just yet. I'm mm-hmm. going to say Dior is a inspired and motivated individual mm. um, whose strapline for life is always be a contributor um, as opposed to being a consumer. Dior is still figuring it out. Um is young but feels old. <laughs> <laughs> and someone who hopes that her life's work inspires people to just be their best selves. Wow, that's really deep and like thanks, thanks. it's like you just you just knew what to say. Like <laughs> winging it. Yeah, no, that was really really deep, but have you always like mm. known that that's what you want to like overall you want to achieve kind of thing? I've always okay, so I've always known that I've wanted to work in fashion to mm. some capacity and I've tried various different things so like I studied in secondary school, I did textiles. Mm. In college, I did, um, what was it, clothing. I think it was clothing design or something. Mm. Um, in Then I took a year out and did a foundation in art and design. Then I went to uni wow. and I did fashion promotion. So I've always known that I wanted to be in the fashion sphere. Yeah. And I tried different things and so many different things didn't work for me, yeah. which is quite scary. Yeah. Because when you have such a like huge pull to kind mm. of be in an area, mm. but then nothing's sticking. Mm. Um, so I, at that point, I convinced myself that I was going to be like a PR girl. And yeah. PR, like I'm, I love speaking to people. I love putting together events and the, the idea of promoting a project or a product. Um, yeah, excited me, but that was also forced as well. Wow. So, yeah, it was, I've always known that I've wanted to work in fashion in terms of inspiring people and just creating something bigger than me and having, I guess, purpose attached mm. to my work. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I have always, I can't like think of like my earliest memory of saying, yeah. oh, I want to be inspirational and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. When I was younger, I always said, when people would ask me, what do you want to be when you're older? Mm-hmm. I would always say Naomi Campbell. And it's not like, what do you want to do? I always said, that's who I want to be. Yeah. So it wasn't like a model like Naomi Campbell. It was yeah. legit, I want to be Naomi. And for actually for a while, I did think I wanted to be a model, but yeah. it's, you just go on my Instagram and take a look. I ain't got no model figure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't got the measurements for that. So, <laughs> and, and I think I, as I grew up, I realized that actually I just want to be a black woman who's visible in fashion. Mm, and that was, that was the young girl Naomi. vibes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause she was like the only one yeah. I would see when I was younger. Yeah. Obviously when you can buy your own magazines and you have YouTube and whatever, as yeah. you get older, you see other people. Mm-hmm. But as like a six, seven year old, she was definitely 
one of the only ones. So yeah, I've always known, I've always known fashion. I've always known I wanted to be visible. Mm. And I think the pieces just kind of fell together. What I love is the fact that you knew that you wanted to kind of be in fashion in some kind of way. Yeah. But the fact that you literally tried yeah. different pivot, things. Pivot, 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 literally. Which is so, so important. Because you could have done, you know, when you did the first yeah. um um, tech, for example, you could have been like, oh, no, nah, I don't really like this. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm not meant to quit, do fashion. Quit, do you know what yeah. I mean? But the fact that you were like, okay, let me try this bit or let me try the event side or let me try this. I think that's so, so important right. for people to understand because sometimes you could be, you want to be in the in like performing arts in some right. kind of way and you might think that actually that means I have to be an actor mm-hmm. but you might not enjoy acting At all, se. exactly. So there's other, I think it's important for people to like, figure out what else is in that industry that I could be part of, that I can possibly And I don't think there's enough education or the avenues available in different industries, which is what I hope Pepe Your Talk does and it just gives people an insight into like what's available to them. Yeah. But um, I feel like we always look at what are the most visible roles and it's like, okay, it's a fashion, for example. It's like, I either want to be a designer, a PR, a buyer, merchandiser, um, something along those lines. And it's like, if none of those things are for me, what can I do? Yeah. And people, really do get stuck they get scared and they're like wow the industry's not for me because I tried this and it didn't work Mm. there are about 150 roles in fashion wow and it's like there's even a role um called snapchat editor or something where you just like your hundred your full role involves creating content for snapchat for your brand so say you work for a big fashion magazine you will literally create like all the snapchat content for their audience and for the different regions they represent so like say uk france yeah asia um and that's a job in fashion exactly so wow you would never know that that's even so it's important to just do your research literally literally and just be like all right what else can i do in this industry or what can i create that's it that's another thing and also like when we say create it's not about running your own company it can sometimes be like approaching a company and saying this is a gap Mm. this is the demographic like it would appeal to and i feel like i could do it that's um, just like that as well. Yeah, my friend did that actually. That's wow. how she got her job at a startup. What? Yeah, years ago. She she used to work for Depop. And I think, oh, I can't remember what she did exactly. It was either events or influencer stuff or something. And she literally just like found the email on the website and just said, this is what you're missing. This is what I can do. Obviously, she went in as a junior. Yeah. And then she quickly got promoted. She basically like headed up a department. Almost, wow. Like, well, not headed it up, but she was like yeah. the first employee of a department. Yeah. That she emailed in about. It's crazy. That is amazing. Yeah. That's actually Design amazing. your life, people. Literally design your life. I like that. <laughs> design your life. Yeah. So after uni, you had, your, you had a job at Burberry. Mm-hmm. And I know that because when I was younger, I actually wanted to get into fashion. But it was only because of MTV The Hills. <laughs> Literally. That's they so curated. made it so cool. And yeah. I was living in New York. So I was like, oh. Oh, fashion. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. get an internship. <laughs> oh, this is like amazing. Do you know what oh. I mean? And like things like, oh, I work for Burberry. Is that such mm. a, that's like a big job. It's like, wow, you're in fashion. You work for Burberry. That's that luxury. The Hills kind of, If you, anyone, if you've watched that, like, The Hills, it's just very like, I can't describe it. You just yeah. have to watch it. It's super but... edited and curated. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. It's not the full picture. Yeah, but... but it made me get an internship at a modern agency. So that's oh, how wow. much it influenced, influenced me. Influenced you. Yeah, yeah, I was working for free 
in New York for a modeling yeah. agency, which I'm glad I did. That sounds really fun. No, it was amazing. I'll do that now. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> it, it helped me know how to do stuff for the salon, but at the time yeah. I didn't know I would need it. That's but, it. Yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. you work in that Burberry. Mm-hmm. What made you decide? Because obviously, like I said, someone's working. What were you doing at Burberry back first? So I was a press samples assistant, mm-hmm. which basically um, I'm going to just break it down for anyone who doesn't understand because I hate assuming that everyone understands no, everything. Of course, yeah. Um so a press samples assistant essentially looks after the press samples and the press samples are the items of clothing that go down the runway, come back to the office and then they get sent out to different magazines or VIPs oh. or stylists um so they can shoot it for magazines or for VIP events or whatever it may okay. be. So um so I essentially worked in the space where all the press samples were kept. Mm-hmm. We managed press requests. So let's say Vogue or I don't know, any magazine would request up request something. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, you just send it out to them. You manage the loan times. Yeah. But my main job, so there's like about five of us doing that, but mm-hmm. my main role was managing like internal requests Mm -hmm. so everyone in the office needs access to press samples for some reason so it may be sourcing who maybe need to like double check the fabric is correct or um the buying team want to have another look at the item Mm -hmm. or the uh who else pr team the wider pr team maybe want to take like asset pictures so like flat lay pictures of the items Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. they can send it to publications who may not actually get the physical garment yeah um everyone in the office needs access so i basically got to speak to everyone in the office on a daily basis sending their requests Mm -hmm. people also members of staff borrow clothes for industry events and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so literally from like heads like vps directors would come in yeah. right down to assistants to buying merchandising this all the departments wow, basically yeah, yeah. so it was yeah it was busy it sounds very busy yeah, yeah, yeah. very very busy and i got to work on the ad campaigns as well so like actually go to the shoots and take wow. the, the samples down and work at all the fashion shows it was sick yeah that's amazing yeah. so that leads on to my next question yeah. that what made you decide to leave that mm. to now start your own Listen, yeah, okay. So my first disclaimer is please do not copy how I did it. Okay. Because even I'm not, I won't say I'm not proud, but it just wasn't properly planned. Mm-hmm. Um, So I was doing that for two and a half years and yeah. Burberry was a dream come true for me. It was literally the only company I wanted to work for. Yeah. So it was like, wow, wow. <laughs> like genuinely, like I had peaked. I didn't have a plan. I didn't have an idea of what I wanted to do next in the industry. Yeah. Um. I I just basically landed my dream job and didn't know what I could do next oh, because wow. my plan wasn't robust enough. It wasn't like yeah, big yeah. enough. My dream wasn't big enough, yeah. you know? So I achieved that within five minutes. <laughs> I literally got my job like a month after graduation. Wow. And then for the next two years, I like whilst I was working there, two and a half years, I learned everything about luxury fashion, about the industry, mm-hmm. about my role, um, which was a massive learning and even learning how to be a good employee in a corporate setting because even though it's fashion it's still corporate of course it's it's still a machine it still has to run in the way big machines run Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so yeah i did that and then i realized that 
I don't know what I want to do next. And then I kept getting these, I wouldn't call them signs and I wouldn't say it was a pull. It was just really obvious that entry level professionals were not supported. So like when I got my job, there was no one to kind of sit down and say, this is how you send a good email or Mm. this is how you should pick up the phone and speak to people. You just learn as you go along. Um, And I'm quite a hands-on, like learn the job type of person, but not everyone is. And I don't think it's fair that you spend your whole life in education, literally. You go to nursery, everyone's different, but let's say from three or four, finish when you're like, 21 but in education this whole time and now everyone's like here's a laptop here's a phone work it's like how how do I do it like how do I do this all I've ever done is learn yeah um yeah like sit you know in front of a teacher and they teach me now I'm just told to just go yeah yeah Yeah. just go and, and be and do yeah um so I was struggling but not in a way that it's affected my work because my work was fine it was when you're an assistant it's not brain surgery yeah. like you, you can do it but when you're ambitious and you want to progress and you're looking mm. at your life like what am I actually going to do next mm. and actually this stuff is pretty hard yeah. and there's like there's formulas and tactics to mm. climbing the ladder and I want to learn those things mm. but who do I go to and I realized that there was no one out there who was like kind of taking in young people and saying I will support you I will teach you mm. no question is dumb yeah um, nothing is silly yeah. your your queries and your quibbles matter and actually you matter you're not just a drop in the ocean you're not mm. replaceable yeah. at the click of a you know click of your fingers so um yeah that's what gave me the idea to start pepping your talk and no one ever hears me when I say it so I'll say it again it's pepper your talk (laughs) see I say it so fast it's like (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and I was just like I'm gonna start a business that supports young students and graduates and helps them like navigate the fashion corporate career world don't ask me how I was gonna I didn't have a plan I just I just left my job my plan okay this was my plan my plan was to start the business. And as when I say start the business, it's just do anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, did, I was like, uh, I'll build a website. Well, not me. I'll pay someone to build a website. Yeah. And I will go to loads of events and speak about it. And I eventually host my own events. And I will help people. I'll do one-to-ones. And I'll hopefully maybe start teaching in schools. Wow. I didn't have a proper plan. But that sounds like a, a plan, though. It, yeah, but I was very naive in, like, the ways I thought I'd make money yeah. and, like, how quickly everything should go. Mm. <clears throat> so I, I, my plan was I left Burberry in December 2015. Yeah. And I said by February I should have a new job. So that was my plan to get a new job. Yeah. And at that point I figured out, I was like, mm, maybe fashion brand partnerships is what I wanted to do next. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'll start the business, work on it for two months. And whilst I'm working on it, building it up, I'll look for a new job, go back to work and then do both. Okay. I just never got a job again. <laughs> that was it. it that was like, it. Literally. And it, I don't even know. When I think back, I'm like, what did I do for all of 2016? I don't, even know what I did because I was setting up the business but I'm also like how what did like, I actually do I had a bit of savings good that I lived on um like five thousand pounds and I did random stuff you know wow. random jobs listen let me not take over like ask me your next question because I can just ramble on forever you're not rambling but if you I'm want just specifics so then I'm happy to I'm dive just in like, because I'm just thinking like <laughs> how because Ooh. it's one thing to say okay I want to support 
young people yeah. and I want to support people in fashion and it, it makes sense because fashion is such a huge industry mm-hmm. and such an industry that everyone wants to be in it it just right. seems like even if you don't know what the ins and out of it are from the outside it looks like it's the coolest kind of job that you could have it is cool you know yeah so it's like for you to even think okay actually i didn't get support so how can i support others there's Mm -hmm. like so many steps like where do you find the people to support yeah like how do you support them also who the hell am i it's just it's just (laughs) so why am i the one to help people like yeah yeah, and it's just so because a lot of people would probably want to do that Mm. when they're maybe like in their 40s yeah 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 and it's like oh yeah i've been in the industry for many many years and now it's time for me to give back give back you know but you decided to kind of do that as you were starting your career as well so that's why it's super interesting i'm just thinking like how did you even like execute like do you know what i mean there's so yeah. many steps there are so many steps and I feel like that's what took me the whole year yeah so like I built the website I what did I do like honestly I don't remember like my life now when I look back feels like a blur I don't know because you were just in it though I was just in it and my motto was do one thing every day towards the mission mm. so I just made sure every day I did at least one thing yeah um I oh I started a YouTube channel that's what I did yeah. and that definitely does not warrant not going to work five days a week because I'm a YouTuber <laughs> I just did lo- it paid off basically yeah yeah but I always say to people don't follow me have a structure but you kind of in a way had I mean apart from like not knowing had an idea yeah I won't call it idea. a plan but you had savings though which a lot of yeah. people don't have yeah 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 so I there's don't a lot know. of people that would well spend it try on, it don't I don't it's real. <laughs> But the fact that before you left, you actually had savings. A lot of people mm. actually just jump. I'm like, I'm not doing this job anymore. And yeah. then I'll figure it out. And then yeah. they can't eat. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I going to do? I so know. at least you did have the savings as well. Mm-hmm. But £5,000 does not go far. Yeah. It if goes you, quick, like right? at that point, yeah, at that point, I was earning. 1450 mm. so I started on 18k which is 1250 yeah. and then I got a pay rise to 22,000 and that was 1450 yeah. a month so if you think about 5000 pounds that, that is like 3 quick. months yeah salary gone just like that <laughs> you know so I made it stretch wow that is see sometimes you just have to just do though no you do and I did random jobs to like yeah. make money I did this like Airbnb it's not Airbnb I can't remember the name of the company but it's essentially when people like rent holiday homes yeah you go and like open the house for them and show oh. them around it's essentially hosting yeah, yeah um I wrote for an online publication um I freelance to like other fashion companies mm-hmm. I did bits and pieces to make yeah, money so you were- you were, you were doing it, man. Yeah. You were yeah. actually doing it. When I look back, I just cringe. Well, if you were to go back, how would you have done it differently? Um, I would have actually sat down and written a proper plan and then gotten someone who's um, senior to me mm-hmm. and been like, an entrepreneur or whatever to look over it yeah. and find the loopholes and, and look for the naivety and just yeah. say to your nah, it's not going to work. Yeah. Someone did tell me that. Sharmadine Reed, actually. I told her what I wanted to do. Yeah. And she was like, you're not going to make money that way. And I was like, well, I believe in Jesus. Like in my head, like I didn't say it to her, but in my head, I was like, God has, you know, he's got me. ordained me to walk this path. And it yeah. And quickly after I was like, she was right. <laughs> All the ways I thought I'd make money, I didn't. I thought the website would boom, like super oh, yeah, quick. So and I'd get advertising yeah, yeah. and advertorials and 
that wasn't even my. Fa- I realized I don't even want to run a website. Yeah. Like that's not even what I want. I want to be do. boots on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Hosting events and yeah, yeah. But you, yeah, you live and you learn. So after st- setting this up, what was your first event that you did with Pepper Your Talk? Um, my f- actually my first event under Pepper Your Talk was before. It was even Pepper Your Talk. Like, it was called Pepper... I was calling it Pepper Your Talk, but mm. I was still working at Burberry. Okay. I didn't even have the plan to start a proper company yet. It yeah. was just like, I just love getting people together, yeah. motivating them, inspiring them, mm. um, giving them practical information that they can walk away with and yeah. act on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I did a... It was like a pancake. So we <laughs> we went to, like, my old Dutch in Chelsea, mm-hmm. about 15 girls that I knew that worked in fashion. And it was almost like a motivational pancake thing. It was in the evening, weird. Don't know why we eat pancakes. <laughs> um, and everyone just spoke about what they were going to. So I think it was in October, and mm-hmm. it was kind of like our plan for the new year. For the new year, yeah. Um, and everyone spoke about what they're going to do. So it's not like I want to run a fashion label. It's like I'm going to, and this is how I'm going to. Yeah. So that was like my first ever thing. Yeah. Thank God we've advanced. <laughs> from there. You've but been it was cute though. No, that sounds lovely yeah. though. Because I think having a network is really important. Hundred percent. People that are in a similar, you know, similar industry yeah. as you. So yeah. that's a good, you know, eating pancakes together, talking about your aspirations, yeah. holding yourself, having someone that can hold you accountable. accountable absolutely. It's really, really, really important. Mm-hmm. So after you realize, okay, I'm not making money here Mm -hmm. i'm not making money there Mm -hmm. my savings are very low yeah dwindling that's easy that's enough for anyone to be like okay let me put this aside this isn't working anymore so what made you decide to actually still despite those challenges that Mm -hmm. kind of you know came up yeah what pushed you to actually just keep going until you did start seeing something like concrete I'm not really good at giving up on things, you know. Yeah. No one should date me. I'm. I will never break up with you. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm not psycho. We'll break up. We ain't breaking up. Trust me. Be like, what? I can't even hear. What did you say? Um. So yeah, I'm not good at giving up on things, which is a good and a bad thing because sometimes things do need to be given mm, up on. Yeah. Um. So Peppy, then it started working, and I started doing a lot of guest lecturing at universities. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's how money was coming in mainly. Mm. And I realised that actually I have a long-term vision for Pepe Your Talk. Yeah. That wasn't... I could kind of see where I wanted it to be, but mm-hmm. not fully. Yeah. So I was like, do you know what? I believe... I really believe God has given me this business. Yeah. So let me just let it sit there and do its thing. And I'll still, like, operate under the name of Pepe Your Talk and do events and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I know there's, like, a big plan for this. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to wait until it's revealed to me over the years. Yeah. So... <laughs> this is not what the average person would do. Mm-hmm. But I decided, hmm, whilst I wait... I'll set up another business <laughs> instead of me being like let me take my tail back to a regular paying job yeah. I was like I want to start another business and then that's when the junior network came yeah, about which I love thank so you much. So, so thank much. you so should I explain what it yes, is please. Okay. so the junior network is a essentially a members club that I founded in 2017 mm. um, and our members are young fashion professionals who want access to events information workshops mentorship and each other, which is for me the key bit, building a peer network of individuals who have 
who are in a similar kind of stage of their career to you and who mm. you can grow in the industry with yeah. is what everyone needs. Because yeah. oftentimes we kind of look to like the big dogs and it's like, I want that mm-hmm. editor to be my mentor. And it's like, actually, actually, why don't you pick five girls that are on the same level as you and you lot help each other. That's mm. so much more powerful. Because yeah. yeah. you're going to be the next editors, the next directors, the next VP, CEOs yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that started in 2017 and it's a kind of one year, I call it like an accelerator program. Mm-hmm. So we operate in four key kind of term periods or four key themes. Mm-hmm. So it's passion, self-advocacy, info, innovation, sorry, and success. Yeah. Um, so under each, so it's a year's program split mm-hmm. into three months. Every three months we have a key theme and under each key theme you get a panel discussion with senior professionals who come and share their insights, a workshop, um, a workbook, one-to-ones with me, dinners with each other, access to each other, so on and so forth. So every year we take on a new cohort and this is the third year. So it just opened applications actually like two weeks ago, last week. Wow. Yeah. That is, I want to be in a junior network. Oh my God. so cool. Wow. How do you, because this is just, I'm just like blown away. Mm -hmm. Every time I talk to someone, I'm just like, this is just so fascinating. (laughs) So how do you, because your job requires you to pitch yourself and to pitch, to believe in your brand. Because obviously for you to be, you know, saying you're doing like guest lectures Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, that's you having to, you know, sometimes I'm sure that you get approached as well, but it's like, how do you even, yeah, how do you put yourself out there to Mm. just, because it goes back to, again, like what you're doing, I feel, is something that someone in their 40s would yeah. be doing. Or someone like like Naomi Campbell, where she is in her career yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. That's something I would expect her to think, oh, do you let know me what? Give back in this, this way. is what I should do. Yeah. yeah, let me do it set up a members club yeah. so that these guys have these connections and these kind of talks and the education that they need. Mm-hmm. And oh, let me set this up. Yeah. But like for you, it's like you were just like, okay, I can see the gap. I can see that it's needed. I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. So how do you like? How do you put yourself? Because I'm sure there are people that they have ideas, but mm-hmm. they don't know how to put themselves out there and actually pitch their idea to make yeah. people actually Want buy to, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Do you know That's what I mean? A big question. Yeah, I'm trying to think about what the answer is. Um, okay, so I'll go back, mm-hmm. and you're saying like, how did I get into thing like guest lecturing and stuff? Um, so. Anytime I have like a goal, so say I want to be a guest lecturer, I'll plan some type of activation around it. So like what I did was set, I decided, okay, I want to do guest lecturing because that makes money. And actually, I feel like what university students are being taught, it's not factual information about the industry and it's not practical. They're Mm -hmm. leaving uni and they still are really unaware of the realities of like the working world. Very simple things. So I was like, okay, that's one of my goals what is my activation going to be? So I decided to go on a campus tour and I was like, I'm just going to, me and my intern, like literally in my house, made a list of like loads of different universities, emailed them one by one, said, hey, we're Pepper Your Talk, company that's just set up to support your students, um, essentially, and then always like pitch the value. So mm. I said like, essentially by us coming in and speaking to them, they are going to have a clearer picture of what the industry is like, making them more employable and this and that. And obviously that looks good on the uni because every year, I think it's called graduate outcome survey. They have to do that every year um, where they see who's, which one of their graduates are employed in the industry and stuff like that. So if we're coming in saying we're giving them the information that makes them more desirable to industry, then that's a win for the university. So um, when I'm on a campus tour, just, 
he literally went around England, not even London, England, and then spoke about the business, why I started it. And then off the back of that, just connected with the students and the teachers and was like, I'd love to come back. I'd love to speak about this, this, that and that. Um, yeah, and then kept up the relationship. So that's how I did that. And then yeah. like with the junior network, even setting that up, obviously a members club. It's, it's, I call it a members club because yeah. we have members and it's a club. Yeah, yeah. But we don't have like a fixed location. We don't yeah, have yeah, like yeah. a clubhouse or anything. Yeah. Um, you never know those things. One day I'd Listen, love that. I would absolutely come. love that. Love, yeah. love, love. Um, but to start that off, I was like, okay, I am essentially, I'm, I know I'm someone in yeah. this world, but yeah. I'm no one to these people. Yeah. So what am I going to do? So I made a list of like about 100, 150 people from LinkedIn mm-hmm. who fit the criteria of who I wanted to be members. Mm-hmm. So young fashion professionals, that was it. Yeah. Um, And then I was like, okay, so these are the people I want to be members. How am I going to get them to sign up? Yeah. So I organized an event, a panel discussion, got a really like, beautiful venue the Hoxton Hotel mm-hmm. in Holborn um, got an amazing panel who I just emailed like people always say how do you get these panels yeah. just email wow. literally have a great email pitch but just email that's it yeah. so um, I had Henry Holland who's like massive fashion designer Clara Mercer who at the time these may be all the people's old titles because obviously people are constantly yeah. moving up but Clara Mercer is the communications director for the British Fashion Council I remember this uh, event yeah. actually yeah. Alice Casely Hayford was the I think she was the fashion something anyway now she is the digital editor of Vogue um, Pip Jameson who's the founder of The Dots and Adam Shapiro who is like this PR king he's worked wow. everywhere Burberry, KCD, New York, Milan, London wow. everywhere he's got his own agency now L52 mm-hmm. um, so then I created invites got them beautifully printed mm-hmm. paid a lot of money for that and then put them in these like hot pink I, remember, I was just about to say I remember <laughs> the hot pink yeah envelopes and I remember you putting down your Insta story and I was yeah. like looking, I was like nah Rita you need I was to get like, to work <laughs> you need to get to work oh my god <laughs> like literally everything had to just kind of draw people in so like mm. had to get a good venue great panellists beautiful invite even the envelopes I was like even that has to yeah. be like look cool um, and then obviously I knew where everyone worked through LinkedIn so I just posted the invites posted some because I couldn't afford to post all of them Yeah. Um, and hand delivered the rest it was like a hot day in London walked around with my other intern so I always have interns working, working with me I love them to death um, we just walked around and handed them into like offices I was like oh could you give this to could you give and then some people would see in like the reception area I'm like what do you do she, someone would be like oh I'm a th- you, I'm like are you an assistant like are you in a junior position yeah. they're like yeah like, oh you should come to my event yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and it was a full house we literally like yeah, filled it out. It was wow. free. So I'm like, there's nothing to lose there. Great yeah. panelists, free event, free yeah. alcohol, free yeah. food. Um, filled it out. And then, yeah, off the back of that, people joined. Yeah. Wow. It's mad. It's actually wow. mad. I feel like that's one of my proudest achievements, you know, yeah. because there was no guarantees that that would work. Zero guarantees. But do you know what? It just blows my mind because it, you know, a lot of people, they sit at home and they're like, oh, why is my life not kicking off or Mm. why have I not achieved this or why have I not achieved that and recently I've been really thinking about like 
the way there's certain steps that you need to take yeah. and then on the other side of that is everything that you're yeah. so sh- that you're stressing out about mm-hmm, the things mm-hmm, that you want to mm-hmm. achieve and anyone can look at you from the outside and be like oh yeah she's got the junior network and like I said I have literally been told before yeah. that I would love to be a Dior friend she just looks like she's just so cool oh be my friend like, so I've literally been told that but it's like we don't people don't know those steps that you yeah. had to take because you could have been at home and been like yeah I've really got this idea like I really want to set up with this members club I'm just going to do it from my house mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, example mm-hmm. do you know what I mean and I'm just going to send out emails yeah. and invite them and see yeah. what happens you yeah. know but you were like hands on had to be you know and even like what you were doing in terms of talking at universities again yeah you could have just been like oh I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and they're going to come for me so do you know what I would say to that it's I feel like the key motivation for me was like Mm. knowing my strengths. Mm. So I knew that I've never lectured before, but I know how to speak to people Mm. and I know how to connect with people. So once I get past the hurdle of contacting the university and making sure they book me, I know that when I speak, it's going to be of pure value. Mm. Same with the panel discussion to launch the junior network. I was like, once I that panel starts and we're in the room and I start connecting with everyone I know that's going to convert people but I need to do this and this and that to get to what I know is my strength Mm. so you kind of have to don't even worry if like all the things you have to do beforehand are not what you feel like you're good at or you're like oh who am I or why people want to listen to me Mm. it's just a necessary evil Mm. you just have to do all those steps to be able to do the thing that you know that's going to blow people away Mm. um so don't doubt yourself too much. And I would say the reason why I was so thorough about a lot of the stuff I did was because I was very aware of my shortcomings and my flaws. Mm. Even with the junior network, I was like, me, Dior, starting a members club. <laughs> why would people want to join? Yeah. And because I would zeroed in on, actually, I'm nobody in this industry. Mm. What can I do to kind of big myself up more? And then that's when I was like, okay, the invites, okay, the panel, okay, the venue, okay, mm. the this, okay, the that. Mm. We need to get drink sponsor. We need this. We need to make, make sure everything's free. And so that, knowing my weaknesses made me turn them into strengths or just Mm. helped my strategy basically Mm. um and I knew that once I'm in the room I'm no there's no weakness anymore because actually I'll be operating with all my strengths yeah so I need to kind of yeah work out all the steps before that nah that you've literally (laughs) like like for me you've literally just given me so much to think about because I'm just no because I think it's important to be realistic with yourself. Like, I have conversations with myself on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll just be like, okay, Rita, this is the reality of your life right now. So, like, for example, with the salon, before, like I said to you before, I used to work from home a lot because I said, oh, I'm working on the campaigns and I'm working on the socials. So I can't concentrate if I'm in the salon all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. And also, I'm an actor, so... Mm an audition can come or yeah, just that, yeah. that and the other that was like yeah I need to be flexible so that's how I was running the business like almost from afar thinking yeah. that that's the way to do it but what I I had to sit myself down like I think maybe last year and just say to myself okay Rita or maybe this year in mm-hmm, fact mm-hmm. and I was like okay right now you're not working as an actor because yeah. you haven't booked a job yet right. it's coming but it's not happening right now yeah, so yeah. realistically what are you actually doing at home? You know, realistically, you're not having your eyes on the business. So what are you actually doing? Mm. You're spending money to pay a receptionist to be there. Yeah. But 
why are you not there? Right, like, right, What right. is it you're actually yeah, doing yeah. that's justifying What's you to What's keeping you away from the battle? Yeah, do you know what I mean? You need it, to be boots on the ground. Yeah, And it's like, yeah, I'm an actor. That doesn't take, it doesn't take it that away. Mm-hmm. I, of course, I'm an actor, but if I have to be realistic, like I'm not on a set right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. what am I doing with that time? And it's like the positive realism. I feel yeah, like it's, it's not. Positive, yeah, it's positive, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just being real so you can actually progress. And now I'm in the salon. I'm in a salon like every day right. and there's so many things that I've been able you can now see, to see. Yes. Whereas before, like it almost felt like the salon was in my hand yeah. and it was like falling out of it. Yeah. I could yep. literally see the salon that I'd built, yeah. I could see it coming down. Right. And at the time I was like, I don't know what's going on. Like yep, everything yep, seems yep. to be going wrong. Oh, we're not even making enough money. Oh, we're not doing this. We're not doing that. Like what but is happening? It, but it was because I wasn't there. So things Should, were happening. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, two things I want to say to that. Mm-hmm. Have you read The E-Myth? No. Read that book. The, um, what's it? The E-Myth. E- oh. Yeah, by Michael Gerber, I think it is. Really good. Yeah. Um, and it speaks to someone starting a business and then essentially handing it over to people who you don't know whether they're going to do a good job at running it. So essentially, maybe you had your receptionist, you had your hairdressers. Yeah. But because you're so overwhelmed, yeah. you just need someone to take it off your hands. Yeah. And you haven't had time to train them or anything. You're just kind of like, okay, they're going to handle it. Yeah. But they're not. They're not handling it. <laughs> and the, the peace of mind that you now have is um fake essentially yeah, yeah because you have peace within yourself but because you're like in your relieved. territory yeah there's a war That's, do you know <laughs> do what I... that was exactly yeah, it yeah. literally a war yeah. and i was going there maybe like maybe once a week yeah. or maybe once every two weeks mm-hmm. and they just it was just a war right they right, didn't right, like right, me right. yeah um which you know like sometimes people say oh when you're in business your staff might not like yeah. you da, 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 da. but this was like they genuinely didn't like me because they didn't wow. know me um they saw me like on the outside as you know, out. as yeah someone yeah. that's like you know people are saying they're inspired by me mm. and this that that but they never got one-on-ones with me to really yeah. get that yeah, mentorship that they yeah. need that mm-hmm. nurturing they weren't getting that either mm. so all of these things were happening and I was working from home my dad jokes about and he's like yeah you used to you know with your robe and <laughs> make a cup of tea and every time I saw oh that tea God. I used to get upset thinking what tea is she drinking that you she's know what from the other day I, had, I was in bed and I just had this brainwave I was just thinking about a lot of stuff about life mm-hmm. um, and I came up with this as like my own personal set I have not said it publicly yet so this is an exclusive <laughs> on your podcast um, <laughs> but I basically said I should be your tool and not your perspective so mm-hmm. our eyes so basically our physical eyes should be our tool mm-hmm. in which we look at the world and make things better so like mm-hmm. with you for example you need to be in your salon so you can see what needs to be fixed mm. that is the i that mm. you should be using yeah. and the i which is me is the selfish i which would take you away from the salon and say yeah. i need to work from home because i'm an actor and i need peace of mind yeah. so it's like your physical mm. eyes should be your tool and the i who you are should not be your perspective you shouldn't mm. always come from a place of me you should be using your two eyes yeah, yeah, yeah. to look out and say who can i help what can i support how can i make it better so um, once you like, in a, it's helped me actually in a lot yeah. of situations. I'm always thinking, am I thinking with my two eyes and looking outwards or am I doing me, me. your eye and making myself my only perspective? Wow. And once you do that, you're like, oh, OK, it's not about me. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, guys, if you see my face right now, 
like mind blown yeah it's simple, that is so true though and it's something you already know everyone yeah, but knows it's, but, but it's, it's like, just to put it yeah. in like to put it like that just makes so much sense you know mm-hmm. and like like i've just seen a difference you yeah. know and i've been doing it for years and still you know i've seen a difference that's the beauty of life though like you can be doing the wrong thing for years yeah and the minute you figure out what the right thing is it's like it clicks it's fine and you still have life to, yeah you know exactly it's like, exactly okay, i haven't lost anything because i still have more life to come yeah so it's, it's cool oh amazing like yeah. i just keep thinking like i just I just think it's great the mm. way you just put yourself out there. And the fact, yeah. like, what led me to say what I said, it's just that idea of you just knowing, okay, this is what I'm good at and this is what I'm not good at. So yeah. I'm going to, you know, not, yeah. in a sense, overcompensate and do even, be even more detailed mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, I can, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? And I think it's important to be honest with yourself because Absolutely. from that honesty is when great things can come. Because yeah. now you're like, all right, cool. This is what I'm doing. But yeah. I just love the hands-on of you <laughs> going there and in, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be honest out loud though. Yeah. That's the thing. There's a difference because I feel like deep down everyone knows their strengths and their weaknesses, mm-hmm. but you can kind of ignore it and still just keep plowing forward. Yeah. Doing the things that the world doesn't need you to do. Yeah. Um, and once you're honest <clears throat> out loud, you can say, this is an area I'm really flawed in. Like I, I'm not good at at all. Mm-hmm. What can I do to be better in it? Yeah. But when you keep it all in and you pretend that you're good at everything, oh my gosh, you yes. know, deep down, you yeah. know, we all know. Yeah. Yeah. People say, oh, you lie to yours. No one can lie to themselves. You yeah. know, deep down, there's this gut feeling. Yeah. There's this little sharp pain you get a little bit of discomfort mm. you feel and you could be walking down the street and you just get this pang in your stomach yeah. you, know, you know when you're lying to yourself mm. but you have to be honest out loud and say yeah. okay what am I going to do to yeah. compensate for this yeah and it's, eventually we can hire out those those you know jobs. exactly when you get to that but when not you get the to beginning that stage, yeah. yeah it's so interesting you said that because it reminds me of something that Grace mm. um I can't remember her last name I'm not good with last names, but yeah. Grace, <laughs> um, she's the um, Skepta's manager. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she did a talk the other day and she was saying that's what's helped her a lot in mm. her career, um, her being honest. Yeah. You know, so she was just um, saying a story about, you know, like being in the studio or like, I think she met Pharrell and then yeah. she was just kind of like, um, she was just being honest that she doesn't know what she's doing. Right. And what she was saying was that when you're honest out loud, even to people, and you're yeah. not pretending like, oh, I know it all. Oh, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm here to kill it. She said then you can actually get real help that will help you to actually attain your goals, you know? So by her being honest and saying, look, man, I don't really know what I'm doing with this. I don't know what we're trying to do, you know, in a particular area that she was struggling with. She then got the help that she yeah, needed and then she it. was able to achieve like loads of things. And that really, really stuck with me because yeah. I do think there's this thing where we're trying to keep up, um, keep up appearance, you know, and you want to look like you made it, even like with social media and yeah, stuff like that. It's dangerous. like, oh, you know, I want to look like I made it. Like, yeah, man, look at me. I'm a business owner. <laughs> and like, life is just so, you know. Amazing, and, though, and it's so. like, actually, if you're honest with people mm-hmm. and you say, hey, I'm really struggling with trying to make my business profitable yeah, you know yeah. like I don't know what's happening here it feels like my expenses are really high but yeah. I'm not really seeing a profit or I'm right. not seeing this suddenly someone will be like oh I can help you with that mm-hmm. or oh I know someone and then mm-hmm. that's how you build your network yeah and that's why I feel like this fake it till you make it thing I literally just writing a piece of it like two days ago to a journalist like speaking about the junior network and stuff mm-hmm. and it was like what have I realized about young fashion professionals and what they need to change and I was like the fake it till you make it mentality is great 
my stomach is rumbling like crazy. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to pick up. I'll start again. <laughs> the fake it to you, make it mentality is great to an extent. There is a limit. And once you pass that limit to where you're not asking for help, it really becomes dangerous for your mental health mm. because you keep so much in, your exterior is perfect and you're pretending and pretending and pretending. It is not normal for any human being to pretend for too long. Mm. You will break down, you will become exhausted. Yeah. You won't be able to keep up with it. I wouldn't say it's lies, but you won't be able to keep up with the facade yeah. and it would massively damage more than anything else your mental health. Mm. Um, and that's what's massively wrong with our generation yeah. and young people today it's that we all want to be someone and we know that we kind of have to fake it a little mm. bit but once you push past the point where you're so fake where you can't ask for help you can't be real you can't be vulnerable um the only thing you're hurting is your head your yeah. brain your mental yeah. health yeah. and that i i feel like i've just realized that that's what contributes to so many people having anxiety attacks and depression and mm -hmm. they're just not being real about their circumstance and their life and not really facing the reality yeah, of it yeah. and that's why for me I feel like the junior network is so important because like with the girls who are members there's no silly question there's no Dior I'm scared to tell you that they, they come to me with everything mm -hmm. literally lay it all on the table because maybe in life they have no one else they can mm -hmm. do it with um and at work, they're pretending that like they've got it all together, but actually they hate their job. They're, they're not in the right sector. Yeah. Um, they're not coping. They're not, but they go in every day and they, they get it done. Yeah. And sometimes we mistake getting the job done for like, uh, what can I say? How can I say this? You can get, you can be able to get it done and tick off your to-do list, but it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel right. It, mm -hmm. You're not being efficient. You're not being effective. You're just doing. Yeah. And that within itself is enough to mess up your mind, you know? Mm. So, um, yeah, I feel like it's important for everyone to fake it. Yeah, fake it. Because people want to believe in you as well, yeah. you know? Like, they want to believe in who you say you are. But yeah. always have, mm. always speak your truth to yeah. someone. Because I feel like you can fake it, but I think you can fake it and do the work. Because I feel mm -hmm. like, I'll come back to you again, like, you, when you were starting out, yeah. you could have faked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but you like, it's like, you were like, okay, this is who I am. And you didn't like, but you've created like this image of like, what, yeah. but you did the work that Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you could, you could have just faked it in terms of like having these really fancy invites and it's like, oh, I'm so <laughs> yeah. bougie and yeah. this is some exclusive club and you know, we've got pink padded envelopes and <laughs> look at the invite and do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could have easily kind of gone that route but it's almost like you were like all right cool i need to like sell this yeah. great idea that i know mm -hmm, is gonna mm -hmm. help you but i need to back it up so i need to yeah. back up my talk exactly you know? and that's what you did and i think it's that's something that, that's okay to do but i think whatever you're doing you need to back it up like yeah. make sure you're putting in that work to make sure that absolutely you know because it's but true, sometimes you don't know it. how to do the work this is the that's thing that's the thing and that's the space that's the that's, that's the dangerous the space yeah yeah so whatever you can fake fake and you know be the yeah best most polished professional version of yourself exactly and i feel like that's okay to fake yeah. but if there's real questions that you need answers to yeah don't be don't be too proud or too mm. professional to mm. say i'm struggling yeah and can you just help me with this because i do that all the time no that's one thing great. i would say i have struggled with is understanding how to make money i feel like i can do my job in my sleep yeah genuinely it yeah. comes so naturally so easy to me yeah um it's really hard to 
figure out how I price things mm. and like how much I a lot of my work is me as well it's like me going to do a talk yeah me doing stylist live or me but I was gonna yeah. ask you that yeah. yeah it's so hard to think how much do I charge for these things? Yeah. And like, even with like some of the services I offer, like I can sit down with someone and review their CV quickly. Yeah. Just be like, move that, change that, this and that. Language yeah. is bad. It sounds too, you know, <laughs> this and that. Yeah. But I've got, I have to eat. I have to make yeah. money. So yeah, that is something I have struggled with. And I still, to an extent, struggle with now actually. Yeah. And I still think I'm working out what my real revenue model is. Mm. Like the members club, they pay a membership fee. Yeah. Um, but it's not been easy. It's like, because how do you even transition from that? Like, yeah. To be able, like, how do you even put forward that? Okay, there's, here's this members club. Yeah. You're gonna have to pay for it. Yeah. And it's gonna be worth it. That is, do you know what? So every year I've increased it. The first year it started off as twelve pound fifty, mm-hmm. um, a month for twelve months, which was like two hundred and something. Yeah. Which is nothing. Yeah. It's nothing in the grand. Twelve pound fifty is a cocktail yeah. at a fancy place. Yeah. Um. So if you're paying me a cocktail a month to come to events and have one to ones and get yeah. your CV, that's that's nothing. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah. But it was my first year, and I was testing the model. Second year, which is this year. Yeah. Well, this year that's now ending in the end of August. Um, it's twenty pounds a month. And then a few months ago, I took a step back and I was like, running this club takes up my whole time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. literally yeah um doing rsvps f- finding speakers finding venues finding sponsors planning content creating workbooks speaking to people one-to-one do it it just takes up my whole day yeah. five not even five days i'm always working weekends yeah. and whatever um and i was like the money's not enough mm. it's just not enough yeah point blank period like yeah. if and i don't be ashamed to want to make money mm. um and that sounds like a no-brainer everyone wants to make money no but I know what you mean yeah don't be ashamed to say this isn't the money I'm getting is not worth what I'm putting in yeah um because the work's not fun at that point anymore yeah if you can't cover your basic necessities in life but you feel like you're pouring out so the balance isn't right and Mm -hmm. I don't even feel like as a Christian I don't think God wants us to work in that way as well to be exhausted and not even be like um reimbursed or whatever like accurately or properly yeah so um yeah this year i changed the pricing model so we have three tiers and the the most expensive i won't say the most expensive but the most value-packed tier mm-hmm. um is 40 pounds a month yeah so can you imagine like 2017 it was 12 pound 50 and, and now people 40. are potentially paying 40 pounds wow. um and i was scared to do that you know it was my yeah. sister who had to be like dior i see you working every day i see how hard you work stop <laughs> like yeah. make it more expensive not yeah. more expensive but i know but, what you mean like you know and people respect things yeah. more and they dedicate themselves to things when they've paid a little bit more for it as well but the the, the lowest package is still 25 pounds a month so well, it's still affordable if people want to join they need to join now because yeah. i feel like it's still <laughs> gonna keep going up yeah do you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah. it's like this is i would still never like, take the mic though because yeah. i understand that my audience or my members are entry-level employees yeah when i was an entry-level employee i was earning between 18 to twenty-two thousand. yeah yeah i'm not going to take 150 pound a month yeah, off yeah, of yeah, them yeah, yeah. when i know that that 150 that is pounds lot, is yeah. like their whole food shop for the yeah, month you know yeah so. see again you're thinking about others yeah i know you're thinking about others because it's like you know when i was going to acting school no one was saying to me that yeah. oh you know 
you have to pay for these classes, but it's we true. know that you haven't booked a job yet. But that's you know? why I feel like, again, I'll keep referring back to God. But as a Christian, I feel like we're called to run business different. in a different way. Yeah. We, like, don't be, you know, of the world. Like, yeah. do you have to be considerate of people. And there's other ways that I can... I can make up that money. I can get sponsorship partnerships. I can yeah. get companies to kind of maybe pay half and then we can reach higher numbers mm. or whatever it may be. But I just don't feel like, yeah, you don't, don't be like, once you're aware of people's issues, you can't exploit them. Yeah. You can't be like, I know you earn nothing, but I'm going to take every penny of that <laughs> so you can be a member. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, it's counterproductive. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That is, yeah. Oh, I love it. I'd like, I had this book. I've got so many questions Mm. here, but I feel like you've, you know, ducked and weave through. Yeah. Like (laughs) you've seen my notes or something and you've literally (laughs) just like, literally, I'm just like thinking, I just want to make sure, I just feel like whoever's listening and I know that you've gained so much. Because even for me, I'm like, all right, I need to. I feel like it's just important to believe. I mean, right. the street way to say it would be believe in your source. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Saucy. you know, <laughs> believe in your source. Believe what you're bringing to the table. Yeah. It's like you know, with influencers, they like believe that. Listen, if I'm gonna post this, mm. I believe that you're gonna get business Ex- from this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. why I'm proposing that you pay. This but amount. I don't want. Okay, so I don't want your listeners to kind of go and think that I just believe in myself, like just perpetual confidence no. <laughs> like every day I'm just like well this I is can... what I was gonna no. ask I was gonna ask like have you ever had the moments have I ever you I'm constantly don't. having moments <laughs> yeah. where I don't believe in my I wish and I'm so happy diaries are like private things mm-hmm. <laughs> not everyone reads them yeah. um but keeping a diary for the first, I guess, year, year and a half I don't do it so much now but I really should mm-hmm. um helped me see that emotions are like the wind they blow here there and everything one minute i can be so happy so gassed so full of confidence the next second i am like down in the dumps the pits like the actual pits i don't think anything in life has gotten me as down as my business has family boyfriends like nothing Mm. has made me fall flat on my face like running this business has um and it comes in waves and it comes sometimes it can be like a full month Mm -hmm. where you just feel crap yeah and you feel like no one cares about what I'm doing no one sees the effort Mm. I feel so invisible in this industry I know who I'm trying to be and I'm just so far from it like and that can last for like a month or two but in the midst of that I have events that I need to run. This is it. You can't. That's the thing. When you're you're a business owner, you can't even stop and say, oh, I'm feeling like this. Because really stopping in the way we want to stop when we feel like that means shutting everything down and duvet day for two weeks. Duvet fortnight. Like, do you know what I mean? Literally. You you can't do that. And the scary thing for me, and I can't wait till this isn't my reality anymore, but when I don't work, I don't make money. Mm. So if I, obviously I've got the members club, so they pay their monthly fee. So yeah, yeah, I do make money if I don't work, but I still have to make sure I fulfill all the... Um, requirements like mm. all the things they the the, va- the value they get for their mem- their benefits that's yeah, the word I'm looking yeah, for yeah. I still have to fulfill the benefits of their membership yeah. so I still have to make sure I run my panels do my workshops answer the emails respond to everyone make sure they're all okay check yeah. CVs do this do that um, 
and even when I'm like guest lecturing I have to make sure that my presentations are good and I'm mm. ready for any questions they may ask and that takes eight to prepare yeah. for one lecture listen it takes forever wow. it takes so long because you first have to think about the content then design it make sure it looks good cut it down so it's succinct and this and that it's just a lot yeah um so the the bad days are when they're bad they're bad so what do you do though because like you said when you're having a bad day mm. you can't stop yeah but then how do you you get can yourself stop for like a day I, yeah so but you I can't can, stop how you want to yeah, stop yeah exactly you know? so like, like for me sometimes i'm like i'm going to ghana for six months yeah. bye <laughs> like literally yeah i just want to go i just want to run away from my life sometimes yeah, yeah, um yeah and, and it's scary because you kind of run a run you want to run away from purpose mm. sometimes my purpose i feel like is my biggest pain mm. and i'm like why did god burden me with yeah. all this ambition and it sounds so frivolous like oh i'm so <laughs> ambitious why did you No, but it's painful you yeah. know because yeah. sometimes you feel like you're not you're not getting there and yeah. it's like but i've I know what I'm trying to do, but it's just not connecting. So it's hard. Um, so what do I do to get out of it was your question. And sometimes I just leave it. I just mm. I just work through it. There's yeah. nothing you can do. Like at the moment, I haven't been able to listen to a business podcast for like two, three weeks yeah. because it's just overwhelming. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, sometimes yeah. I'm in my flow and I listen yeah. to like three business podcasts a day. Wow. At the moment, I'm just like, nah, I listen to crime podcasts because yeah. that, just, <laughs> that just takes my mind away. Um, yeah. So sometimes I'll just leave it and just mm-hmm. let life take its course because yeah. life happens in seasons and sometimes you're happy and sometimes you're sad. Yeah. Um, I look for the small victories like in every day. I really, really live for those small victories, yeah. the incremental success, the little, the emails, like when people respond to me and I will stop and I'll take it in, you know, I'll literally yeah. be like, wow, that person responded. Yeah. Okay, let's move. Yeah. Um, and just like people sending me messages saying the junior network girls and stuff like that saying, oh, our chat really helped me. Mm. And I'm just like, I am actually contributing. Like yeah. I really, even that's my strap line, like contribute over consuming, mm. but I'm really doing it. So I'm yeah. just like, wow. Okay. Um, sometimes I, what do I do? Pray. Oh yeah. Pray fast. Yeah. I feel like some, when it gets really bad and it's not really bad. It's not like I wait for it to get bad then I fast, yeah. but sometimes I'm like, okay, I need to connect with God yeah. like on a yeah. big yeah. man level. Yeah, yeah. Um and I always feel better after a fast. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I may not get the exact answer I want, but you feel or I yeah. feel like I've got this. Mm. God just I don't know, just restore something and yeah, I, I do loads of different things. I won't even, I'm not going to sit here and pretend and say five tips to feeling more motivated. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's it's not the Different truth. things it's work at different times. 100%. Is what I found as well. Yeah, 100%. And I, I've been mindful of like, even though I say I'm not going to give you five steps, I do know, let's say, the 10 things that yeah. usually pull me out of a dark space. Yeah. So then I try to do some of those things. Like sometimes it's podcasts. I'll try. If it's not working, it's making me feel worse, then I won't do that. And I'd be like, maybe it's just going for a walk. Mm. Maybe it's, I love like walking. It's weird. Walking around like Knightsbridge and like, yeah. just go for a walk around like an affluent area and just be mm. like, this is my judge. Like, this is my yeah, vibe. This is who yeah. I'm going to be one yeah. day. Like, yes, 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 <laughs> do you know what I mean? Real, so yeah. yeah, I feel like I know my like 10 things to pull me out of a dark mm. space and I just try them. Mm. Um, yeah, and sometimes I do nothing actually and just yeah. hope it fades and it always does. Yeah, yeah. Because so. like you said, emotions, it's just, yeah, you know. It's it, part of it. It's all part of the journey. The other day someone asked me like, how do you, 
consistently stay motivated i'm like if that's your goal you're going to be so disappointed with life nobody is consistently motivated nobody it's not even how life is supposed to be because i feel like in your downest moments for me anyway straight after that is when i get like my best ideas or it's like it's that's the same with me yeah i started doing a podcast from the downest moment yeah exactly it was like and it was something i'd always wanted to do Mm -hmm. but it was in my lowest i was like no, I'm gonna do I'm it. I'm gonna now. Do, exactly. You know, exactly. so it's true. Like I'm, I'm very. I always say to people, like when things are bad mm-hmm. or when you feel really, really down, really, really pay attention to the ideas that come to you yes. during that time. Yes. You know, so those times when you're like, oh my god, I'm so broke. Like, yeah. oh, I can't believe this. I'm just suffering. Look at my friends <laughs> in Miami. Like, what's my life? In that time, like, be really vigilant because yeah. I feel like something mm-hmm. that can take you out of your situation yep. is on its way comes yeah. through. Yeah. But if you're in such a da- you're feeling so down, yeah. you can just ignore it. But Literally. I'm like, just write it down, even if you don't act on it. Whatever comes to your mind, just write it down. Yeah. And then when you are feeling better, you can look back and you're like, oh, yeah, I am going to write that script actually. Oh, yeah, I'm going to start that podcast. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm going to contact this person yeah. that I want to mentor me Because it goes two ways, whatever, you know. It goes you know? two ways. When you're down, you get a lot of negative messages as well. And yeah. you get some like real sparks, like yeah. real amazing ideas. Yeah. And whatever you focus on... Is will, what will... Yeah, like, what, what, mar- what you marinate. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it's proper, proper, proper important. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's true. It's not easy. And just to like round up, because I know, I feel like I've seen you talk about how lonely it can be as a yeah. business owner which when you we know especially <laughs> like, if you don't have a co-founder you know oh. it can be so so lonely so how important is like having a network of friends yeah that you know that okay do you know what i can be open with these people yeah. i can rely on these people like do you think that's something that's really important yes i am not the greatest person at being open so i can i am open and i can say what's bothering me but then i in my head i'm always like i'll fix it Mm. I don't really rely on people to I don't know it's bad though my friends always pull me up and they're like yo we're here to help Um, so but then I still go to them and I still say oh I'm really down right now like this has happened that's happened but I don't look for them to solve it for me I just like to share yeah yeah and they're like okay what are we gonna do and I'm like no I've got it so yeah (laughs) I need to change that Um, but it's so important like all of my friends are in the creative industry all of them well pretty much all of them yeah um or they're just like people who i've known for so long like since secondary school whatever and they're just down for me mm. not down for like dior who speaks at events or it's just dior like yeah. the person they've always known yeah. the Which girl that they've important. Gr- so important, important because sometimes i don't i don't feel inspirational i just i'm me and they don't yeah. need me to give them a pep talk they just yeah, want yeah. their friend yeah you know yeah so um yeah it's it's I feel like it's good to have a mixed group, actually. So I have, like, my core friends. Then I have industry friends yeah. who... It's just fashion, but we get each other. We're in the yeah. same industry. Then I feel like I have the junior network girls who are younger than me. So it's, like, nice for me to kind of keep my um, thumb on the pulse and, like, they update me on, like, what the younger generation's yeah. into. <laughs> um, I bounce ideas off of them about, like, what would work and what wouldn't work yeah. for their generation. Um, I hang out with my family a lot as well, yeah. actually, which is nice because they really don't give two hoots about who yeah, I am in this world. Yeah. Like they just think I'm You're annoying. Like, yeah, yeah, they think I'm annoying as hell. Like yeah. for real. They when people are like she's inspirational, they're like, oh, this girl, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, b- 
back to your main question about like building a network in industry or of like like-minded individuals it is extremely mm. important because as much as you want to take from people you need to give yeah and i feel like what is that saying it's like a hand that's giving is open to receive oh yeah um so you need to have people who are yeah like-minded who are ambitious and creative Mm. or whatever field you're in it could be science or whatever it may be um but when you're giving to them and pouring into their life it would directly come back to you and ideas and it's just morale and just Mm. energy yeah it's great to exchange that with people who who get it, who are on your level. No, I 100% agree, yeah. I think. And the key thing that what you said about, you know, being around your friends who just, like, you're just you mm-hmm. is so important because when you feel like, maybe you feel like your business is, like, crumbling or something's happening, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's like, if you only have people who see you as, oh, she's winning, yeah. she's always winning, yeah. you, can't, you can't even go to them when you're having those days 100%. when you don't feel I like think, you're winning. Do you know what? Last week I just thought to myself, if I quit this all, who would still be around? And I'm quite mm. confident that everyone would be, you know? Yeah. The majority of people, I'm just like, because there's there's hangers-on and there's people who kind of just want to be around because it's cool, um, which yeah. is it is what it is. If you're not smart enough to know who they are, then that's your own problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. Don't they, be no, they people. will learn. Yeah, exactly. You always learn. Yeah, you always um, learn. But when I think, so if I, because I've always had this dream to live in Paris, right? Mm. And I feel like more recently, it's really playing on my mind. And I'm mm. like, I can't live in another country because I do so many events and public speaking and this and that. Yeah. But it's really something I've always wanted to do. And yeah. I just had this random thought and I thought, if I pack this all in for even six months, and just lived abroad who would how would yeah. it work who yeah. would still be around and I was like I feel like it would Everyone. be the same you know yeah I really do feel like it would yeah. be the same so who knows I might who be knows? moving to Paris, Paris listen. <laughs> it's my dream that's amazing though yeah. I might not but I'm, I don't know listen we'll see. if you ever wanted to why not like yeah exactly really yeah why not this is the time I feel like this time when we don't have kids and we're not like settled down yeah yeah like exactly it's the time this is to the just time travel and so we'll live see. i wish i did that when i was younger i know i've got a couple of friends that are living there now and i'm just like oh when i visit them their life is just obviously they're, they're working yeah and like in higher education so like doing their masters and stuff but i'm just like oh paris yeah it's, i haven't it's, even been as an adult you are joking yeah i haven't like every year oh I'm my like, god I wanna go please I just haven't. go no i book I it to. three months in advance and the Eurostar because oh. it's really cheap it's like 60 pounds if you do it that way it's it's Paris is like I always joke around and say my kids are gonna spend their summers in France <laughs> maybe not Paris but in France yeah. and go to like summer camp in France and wow. they're gonna speak fluent French I'm like my Ooh, kids are gonna go bougie to like, kids are just so cultured <laughs> <laughs> I can the thing is I can actually you see, can it. see them I right can see it. Your, your I can babies see it. and like they're gonna go to like a Montessori nursery where they like learn French or like a bilingual nursery I love it. listen I'm just yeah, I, I just have these dreams for like. But my it's gonna offspring. happen. Yeah, do you know what I mean, because now you've just inspired. Like I, I'm like a secret Pinterest. Like yeah, do you know what I mean? I put everything like On there. Pinterest. Yeah, like I love it's Pinterest. like a private board, yeah, and yeah. I just look at it, and it just inspires me. But I think you mentioned earlier before we round up. You mentioned mm. that you felt like when you wanted a beverage job, you felt like you didn't dream big enough. Yeah. And I actually think it's just important, so important to just everything you just said. Yeah. To just like 
dream the that. Day, oh my god, I have because so many daydreams. It will, it will happen. You'll be so surprised. Yeah, like it will happen. It will actually happen. But it's like if you don't even think about it and you don't even imagine it. Of mm-hmm. course, like God will do things for you that you don't even think about, that you don't yeah. even plan because yeah. His plans are bigger than what we can imagine. Yeah, but it's like bigger than what you can imagine so it's almost like if you're not imagining anything then how are you gonna get bigger than that how yeah. big can it really yeah. be you know so it's about don't be scared to dream thank you so much to you like you're i feel so, so inspired i'm glad whoa whoa it's a friday afternoon like i'm i'm feeling pumped it's been like a monday i'm like <laughs> well then let's get, get to it. work tomorrow let's get Treat it well, saturday like a monday oh uh, maybe not though <laughs> Thank you so much. It's good to take breaks as well. Thank you. you. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you for listening, guys, as well. Whoever's listening to this. Thank you for listening. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And stay connected. Bye.